Hello and welcome back to Tea Talks. We're your hosts. I'm Ashton. And I'm Avery. And today we are going to be drinking tea and asking each other some questions. As per usual. Um, it's been so long since we've said that. I know. I was like, for those who have been like following along, we have gone, we went on summer break mm-hmm. and then now we're just here here back at school again back at school we pre-recorded for the summer so that during our weeks apart i think it's like 12 or 13 weeks that um we would have episodes to put out since we weren't able to see each other but now that we're back Mm -hmm. on campus uh, we can record we can record and finally now that for those who actually follow along with ours you can tell that we did not post last weekend Mm -hmm. or last week just because Move-in has been very stressful and trying to get our schedules to, like, finally get back into a routine of school has just been... Mm -hmm. It's been kind of hectic, for sure. It's been a little bit, but there's been a lot of change within the, the, like, the last time that we talked to y'all. Yeah, life tends to do life things, I feel like. You know, but... (laughs) Life is life. All things that, you know, we managed to make it work. Yeah. Good stuff. So... One big change that has happened in my life um, was that I got a promotion. Yeah. I, I did. And uh, one of the benefits of this promotion is that they provide an apartment for me here on campus. Mm-hmm. So that is where we are today. Yeah. Speaking of setting, yeah. We're currently in Ashton's new apartment. Um, we got the furniture and her cat Murphy. Yes, Murphy is here. And he'll probably come and give massages to us later. That's what I call making biscuits. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you hear any meowing, and when he comes up here and he's purring, I'll put the microphone up to his mouth. So. But yeah, it's a very nice, cute little apartment. It's got a kitchen, a living room, bedroom, bathroom. Very nice closet. Um, it's a huge closet. Yeah. We're chilling huge. with the window open. It's pretty, it's like evening time. Mm-hmm. It's very nice lighting. We're just... Come on. He's like trying to debate if whether or not he should get on the bed <laughs> or on the couch. Okay. I'm tired. I was literally about to drink oh. tea. That's crazy. Speaking of <laughs> tea, guys, we're trying a new tea today and we haven't tried it yet, which is why I was I just about, I literally just about drink. She almost took a sip. I saw it. Um, today, we are drinking Good and Gather. Of course. Of course. Of course. What else do we drink, guys? There's literally nothing else to drink. And it is... Mango pineapple ginger, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's very good. I'm a huge ginger fan, like ginger beer and any kind of like ginger candy. Ginger beer has a weird taste to it, but oh, I love it. It's so good. But we were going to try it for the first time with you guys, so. Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. This is still better than the strawberry banana. Strawberry banana as a flavor it's, for a tea does not make sense to me. Yeah. Logically, like, it, I don't understand it. It also left, like, a weird aftertaste, too. You know what I was talking about. Yeah, I don't really remember it too I well. Remember, I don't remember it too well, but I remember I would be like... I think I do remember that, because we were sitting in the dining hall, I think, when I tried it. Maybe, I don't know. Something yeah, funky. Something like that. Something like that. Anyways, yes. We, like, got the honey out in preparation, but... You didn't need it. Don't need it because with most herbal teas by Good and Gather, you do not need them. Yeah, it's pretty good because they're sweet enough on their own. 
Although I'm typically like a honey person, like I usually like to have like honey in my tea and stuff, but one thing that I thought was really funny that my mom used to do when we were little is when we had like a cough or something and it was late at night and she was like, go to sleep, like I don't want you up. Um, she would give us a giant spoonful of honey, like the biggest, like big spoon that we had. Not like the salad spoon, but like a, oh, a yeah. large spoon. Fill it with honey and then make us like swallow it. Oh. Because it supposedly like coated your throat so you wouldn't like be tearing up your throat coughing. So I have a slight distaste of raw honey because of that. But my boyfriend loves honey. So maybe... I don't know if y'all caught that, but... Avery just said she has a boyfriend! I do, in fact. So, to celebrate this fact... <laughs> not actually, we just like... Just we decided on our, yeah. Choosing these questions and we're like, might as well just stick with the theme tonight. So, yeah. what what's the theme of tonight's podcast? Tonight's theme is love. Ooh! But we have lots of questions. Um, I feel like it's going to be a pretty deep episode because mm-hmm. we we've had five questions ready. But I feel like we're going to like have a pretty long conversation about maybe each of them so well and also it's been a long time since we've recorded a podcast Mm -hmm. like literally so long i've been waiting Um, to get back and just like chat with you this yeah this this literally because we recorded so much right before school let out and then just none at all of us i was like wow i know i was like man i miss like my tea talks (laughs) get it give us an excuse to just sit around and talk it's great Uh, ignore our ignore our problems Mm mm-hmm and talk about deep life questions. Ah, my favorite. Literally could not imagine doing anything else with Avery. Ah, it's my favorite thing to do. Because literally, I was like, it was like one of the first nights back, I was like, Ashton, like, we have to like hang out. It's like necessary. Her apartment was empty. Mm-hmm. I got to come over and see it. It was great. Mm-hmm. But. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we had to get settled first before we could do this, because. Yeah. Yeah, just cause trying to adjust to the new environment. Yeah, it's been it's been almost a month for me being here, which has been nice, oh, but that's also weird. yeah, it's been a really long time. But there's been so much to get used to. Now school started. It's been about a week for us since um, school started, but it's been one of the most hectic mm-hmm. and busy weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have class all day, and then usually stuff at night, and I go to the gym in the morning, and I'm just always up and about mm-hmm. but at least i sleep really well at night now because <laughs> i'm always so exhausted you've earned your pillow yeah and then i'd be sleeping like like on the weekends like this weekend i slept like 10 or 11 hours mm-hmm. like i i can easily do that on the weekends which it's a healthy i think that's a good amount of sleep if i need a good to amount of sleep yeah <laughs> oh yeah I will say this past weekend, I like slept in and I had like a consistent amount of sleep. Like mm-hmm. Murphy didn't wake me up. Mm. I didn't hear his feeder go off. And I literally slept like a total of nine hours without having been woken up. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. It was so nice. And then surprisingly, I had like one of the best sleeps of my life mm. on that, on a pullout couch. I feel like sleeping not in your own bed is one of the best things. Like, you get the best night's sleep. Specifically couches. Yeah. It was weird, because, like, Caleb and I slept on the same pull-out couch, because we went to go visit his brother for the night, and then we slept on their, like, their pull-out couch, because they have a one-bedroom apartment, so mm-hmm. it's just, like, they had the pull-out couch. So we slept there, and typically, I don't really, like, 
There's Murphy. Did you guys hear him? Meow. <laughs> Typically, I like don't sleep too good with other people in the bed with me, mm-hmm. other than like my sister. But even sleeping with my sister, she likes to take up a lot of room. <laughs> so Murphy is like right over the middle of us right now. He's so cute. What's up, baby? But yeah, there was an instance where it was like the night before we were going on vacation, and the air conditioning. Um, upstairs in our house went out, which is where I sleep, mm-hmm. funnily enough. And I had to sleep on the couch. Okay, Murphy's tail is like all over. They don't. Me. It's so cute. But I had to sleep on the couch downstairs, and I thought it was going to be like the worst thing ever, but it was so comfortable, and I slept all the way through the night. Very surprising, but yeah, like, same thing. It's like one of the best nights sleep I've had in a long it's time. It's just like so weird. Okay, everybody. He's making biscuits. Murphy's making biscuits, so that means that he is purring. Per check, he is. I wonder if they can hear it. I know they can. I hope, yeah. I know they can because I've messed with these microphones and voice memos before and um, with Murphy. (laughs) So it works. Very nice, very nice. So you just heard Murphy purring. He's giving me massages. He's so cute. I think we got all of our basics out of the way. I think we did. We covered everything. So I think we're going to get to our first question of the evening. Now he's massaging Avery. (laughs) The first question of the evening is, Mm -hmm. what does it look like when people have good chemistry? I suppose this could be like a non-romantic thing as well of like friendship chemistry, but I think we might. I think we can keep it on the aspect of like lovers. Yeah. So for you, what does good chemistry look like? Just think about it. I think just being able to like play off of each other very well, Mm. if that makes sense. Oh yeah. Of like, you know, because we've talked about how like you are really good at code switching. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, it's more than just, like, code switching. It's, like, you can tell that that person has a true connection with the other person. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's... That covers it for you? I think so. What about you? Um, I think... It really comes down to, like, in a social setting for me. Because, like, when you're by yourselves, you have different chemistry than if you're in a group setting. And so one thing that's really interesting is, like, how they act, like, in a group setting with me. Or, like, whoever, you know, two Mm -hmm. people are. But, um, so, like, if you're, like, glancing at each other and, like, like that kind of subtle thing. Or, like, someone makes a comment and you both, like, kind of look at each other and, like, Stuff like that where it's like, it's just you two for like a second. Mm. Stuff like that means like, because you're both kind of in your little own world, but also like in a group setting. So it means you're thinking of each other and that's like good chemistry. And then I think one thing that I really like is like banter, like back and forth, kind of like, not necessarily like verbal sparring, but like, I don't know, I'm kind of a competitive person. And so anything like along those lines that are like, oh, well, you think you're gonna win? Stuff like that, I think is really like, if I like that, then someone else who is my significant other has to 
be on the same page, I feel like. Yeah. But especially in a social situation, I feel like good chemistry is sort of just like being aware of the other person and the banter, yeah. Yeah, I think even like I don't know, so like with Caleb and I with like the parties mm-hmm. that we've been to like I've seen some girls try to like start talking to him <laughs> and I'm just like, hmm, okay mm-hmm. and like they seem like they're pretty, they're not like they're just being like very flirty and I'm like, hmm, but then like he'll like look at me or like come talk to me or like stand next to me and stuff like that. So just like, just like, you know, kind of like telling other people that like we're together, even though like most of the people that we know there already know that we're together, yeah, but yeah. it's just like, doesn't matter who's in the room, still being able to be like, I acknowledge your presence out of everybody else's that's here. Yeah, and it's that sort of thing that makes you feel like appreciated and like, oh, well, he's thinking of me even if like we're not in the same like. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree completely. And we were kind of talking about this on the way over here to go along with chemistry about physical attraction. Yeah, we were talking about how like there's some level like a physical attraction that has to go into your partner, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in a romantic relationship but that's one thing with me is like when i would talk to people like sometimes i just wouldn't find them attractive and i'm like i would have to be like oh like like i'm not feeling it like i'm sorry like whatever you know but i don't know it's just you can't control like who you're physically attracted to mm-hmm. and so it's like attraction and chemistry is such an important thing you know Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i agree so along with attraction, I know this is like not the question that we had written down, but mm-hmm. what do you think is like, like when you're talking to somebody, mm-hmm. what is like the most attractive thing that they could like do or say when you're having a conversation with them? Oh, but it has to be like, like, a, um, I guess like most attractive thing they could say in a conversation. I think it's not really saying, but one thing that like, if we're talking is like eye contact. Like if you're making eye contact with me and I'm like looking in your eyes and I have to be the one to look away first because I'm flustered. Like sometimes I'll have to stop my train of thought because like I'll be on the phone with my boyfriend and like he'll be just like looking at me and I'm like, stop. Like you're like, he makes me so flustered sometimes because he's just so like, ugh. I can't even, ugh. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't even look, like, you're too, like, stop. Like, you're handsome, and you're looking at me, and I just, my brain cries out. But eye contact is a really big thing for me, I feel like. Mm. Yeah, because it's like you're paying attention to me. It's like you're paying attention to what I'm saying and all that. Yeah. How about you? I love when people bring up faith. Hmm. Or, like, I think... Like for men especially, when they talk about how much they love Jesus. Hmm. Cause, like when I went to go do my mission trip, like getting to see men in the like perspective roles that God has like created for them is so different than like society's oh, way yeah. of men of like, oh, men have to be um, strong and they can't cry or whatever. That stereotype that men can't cry 
mm. like in front of people or whatever. But when I went to church camp, it was like these these the men that I like were on my mission team mm -hmm. were like so attractive to me in the way that they were like so open about talking about Jesus and their emotions. Yeah, and they were like, oh, it just like warms my heart when I get to be like in communion with him. And I was like, man. It is like so different to hear when people talk about that because like you don't talk about that like I don't hear that like, like at work I don't or anything say, like, yeah. in the real world but like yeah but like if you're out and about and you're not in a ro like not romantic in a religious setting then people don't actively talk about religion nearly as much as they do if you're in that setting mm -hmm. and so like one of the people on my staff like I thought that he was very quiet and shy and like I went to go talk to him he was sitting by himself and like there was no more room at the table for me so I was like oh, okay well I'll go sit with him too and I did not think that he was gonna talk to me but then like he like asked me all these like theological questions and I was like oh my oh. gosh I was like I love talking about that like random like talks about Jesus where it's like and it was literally during training. And I was like, yeah. what? This is like so random. And That's I was interesting like, because like, I feel like first off when you meet someone isn't usually when you ask theological questions. Right? But right? if you end up on the topic and it, you know. And it just happens to like come about. It is like, I feel like that is, and like, I don't know. I just find it very attractive when like men especially talk about their faith and like all the other stuff. Cause it's just like something that not that it doesn't typically come up in conversation, mm -hmm. but... Not nearly as much, I feel like. But, like, it depends on, like, the groups I'm around, right? Like, if I'm at work, then nobody really talks about that. But if I'm in class, because it's, like, nursing-focused, mm -hmm. we're talking about nursing-specific stuff. Yeah. So it's, like, if I have to, ha like, have a conversation with somebody else, it's, like, oh, hey, did you do the assignment? Or, like... Hey, do you understand what's going on? Not like, not like. What are your oh, religious <laughs> let's talk about Jesus right now. And I'm like, but I'm always so down for that. And I just find it so attractive when men talk about hmm. their faith. Cause I'm like, wow. Yeah. Not that like I'm like, wow, they have feelings, but it's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. any male listeners, <laughs> I apologize. I know we have a few. Yeah. We love you guys. We do love you guys. Right. We ready for our next question? We are ready for the next scripted question, yes. Next scripted question. I'm sorry, I took us off track there for no, a little bit. No, you're so good. How would you describe the process of falling in love? Oh, I think you were gonna go first on I this question. I was gonna go first on this one. Ask myself the question. Okay. Um. um. <laughs> <laughs> Got me all Busted. Um She said, how do I go about talking about this? Yeah, how do I talk about this? It's so interesting because I think the process of falling in love for me is pretty, not fast, I don't want to say, but I feel like I know pretty soon after I meet someone and interact with them for a, a few months, maybe a month or two, that I'm like, oh, yeah, like I want this person in my life and I want, like, this is something, yeah. Mm -hmm. And... I would say usually any type of love for me starts off, like I'm not the kind of person who's like love at first sight exists. It might exist for some people, mm -hmm. true. I don't think it exists for me. Most of the time I feel like my decisions on romance come from uh, maybe a logical place. 
at first I'm like, oh, like, I'm like, okay, like, sorry. Um, I don't know why I'm apologizing for your phone turning on. <laughs> Bruh. Anyway. Um, but like, I, I don't look at someone, I find them attractive and I'm like, oh, well, this might be something I want to pursue. And then maybe I go about pursuing it and we see where it goes. But, um, usually I'll try and like tell myself, I'm like, no, like, it's okay. Like, I don't know. Try not to get my, let myself get into anything too fast. But falling in love, I think for me, that kind of means like being infatuated with a person. Um, not like in an obsessive way, but in like a, like, oh, I like to hear you sing and I like to hear you do like the little things and I just like admiring you going about life and like, I want you in my life doing those things and I want to make you happy sort of thing. So it's been very interesting these past few months, so. Yeah. Yeah. Avery is the one who has fallen in love most recently, so that's why she was gonna go first talking about this. Kinda crazy. Cause she like literally just went through this process of like- (laughs) Very recent. Like falling in love, like this was over the summer, so this was like not even that long ago. Yeah, not at all. So. Yeah. Yay for love. Yay for love for real. I'm a fan, honestly. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan too. What about you, Ashton? Um, I have to like think back. I like remember when I told Caleb. It's interesting because I, I called Ashton, I think it was like the day, like I was coming back from my boyfriend's place and he asked me to be his girlfriend and we had talked about stuff and I had like called her and I was like, like Ashton, like, I think I love him. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. And um, I was like, is it too soon? And she's like, well, me and Caleb, like the, she told me the story of like them saying, I love you. And I felt much better about. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause Avery was like, I don't know. It's been like only like two months or something. And she goes, I don't know, I don't know, and I was like, Not that oh. I didn't know, like, I knew, but it's She's just like, like... She was like, is this normal? Is this, yeah, I was like, is this normal? Like, is this supposed to be? Like, I, I don't know, not that it matters, you know, how other people go about saying it, I guess, mm-hmm. but it's just, it felt, like, I didn't, I don't know what the timeline on that is, you know, I've never done that before. <laughs> well, and that's how it was for me, like, the first time, too, because, like, Caleb is, like, the first guy that I've ever fallen in love with, and... Hopefully the last, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it's just like he like told me that he loved me about two months in, and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like this is like <laughs> too early. I was like, I've never been in a real relationship before, but I was like, I feel like this is too quick, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what to do. And then I had to wait a couple weeks before I said it back to him. Actually, I think it was only really like a week and a half. And then I, was, I just kept saying, like, you know, I do. I just like, I'm just not ready to say it. And then he, got, and then, and then I said it. Yeah. I was like, yep, that's how that went. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it was just like, for me and Caleb's like whole story 
not that it was weird how many coincidences there were, mm -hmm. but it was so odd. Like, even still thinking about it, like, today, like, looking back and being like, man, all the things that had to happen mm -hmm. for this to line up perfectly for us to meet. And, like, if something else would have happened, like... Yeah. Like, him and I, it wouldn't be the same. You know, it's like, it's just, it's so weird to me. Because I think that that was, like, the whole part of my falling in love process was that it was just, like... And also, he, he like, truly became, like, the person that I had been praying for. Mm -hmm. That I, like, asked God for. I said, please, you know, like, I, like all in your timing and I listed like the attributes and then here came this this man named Caleb mm -hmm. and I was just like hmm I was like this is interesting and then it was just weird because I could still see God like work in my life through that of like all the perfect timing and everything that had to happen for us to meet and I was like that's just so weird to me mm -hmm. and I was like but I can tell that it's pure and it's true. Yeah. Like true love. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting because this is, it's so different from other relationships that I've had. If you can consider those relationships is like, <laughs> I don't feel anxious in this. And that's mm -hmm. how I know I'm like, oh, like this is someone that I'm supposed to be with because most of the time I feel anxious and I'm like, well, like I feel like I'm by myself in it. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like I'm by myself in this because it feels like he's putting in the same amount of effort that I'm in and like It's just like I'm like, oh It's mm -hmm. just easy. It makes sense and it feels good. And I'm like, okay, well And also like I feel like the process of falling in love does not just stop once you feel like fallen in love because yeah. it continues like I think I and no, I, I I know I don't think I know that I continue to fall in love with Caleb with like it's been a year and a half and we still like he still does things that i'm like oh my gosh mm -hmm. i'm like man i love you so much for that it's yeah yeah i love that you're able to like do that for me with me etc you know yeah it well yeah that's so cute i think the process of falling in love is a continuous thing I agree. Um, yeah, I think that it just kind of reminds me of like a Sunday morning. Like if you wake up in bed with somebody and you're like, it's like a Sunday morning and you go and like you wake up and you put some jazz on and make breakfast, stuff like that. Like that's what the feeling of love is like, in my opinion. And I think you can just like continually like fall in love with somebody. Mm -hmm. It's so nice. No, yeah. This tea got really bitter really fast at the I end. I was gonna say, the, the end was like, ew. I need some honey in the very last bit of mine. I definitely That's just took the last, like, <sighs> sip of mine and I was like, ew. Yeah. I'm getting, getting Boy, there. Why is it spicy? <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, I think it's interesting because I think you can, like, this will kind of lead us into our next question. But I think <laughs> when you're loving someone and being in love with someone can definitely overlap but i feel like you can love someone but not be in love with them anymore oh yeah and it's like 
I feel like you have to continually like take note of things that they do and want to spend time and pursue time with them and put effort into that because it's like you're not just going to be able to love somebody passively <laughs> like, oh yeah you can that's how you fall in love I feel like like with some time and effort but like you can't continue to like fall further into love with somebody if you are just passive about a relationship mm -hmm. I think and so that's why it's important to date nights or doing little things together and that's why I think quality time is like up there for me we talked about love languages we did a few episodes back mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yes I also agree with quality time you know just like yes yeah but I think that leads us into our next question, which is, how do you know when you've fallen out of love with somebody? So Avery and I were talking about this before the podcast started of like, well, this is the first time that we've ever been in love with somebody. Mm -hmm. um, so how can you be out of love? How can you? I was, the way that I was thinking about this was more of like, at one point I thought that I loved somebody and things had happened and like it was so easy to like turn away from them mm. and like you know go like sort of no contact and it was so easy to do that for me that I was like I don't think I love them because I feel like love is a lot harder to it's harder to justify things like that like you don't want to do that mm. and I was like in my head, I was like, okay, well, this is my best interest, so I'm going to do that. And I feel like if I was in love with that person, then I wouldn't have been able to justify it nearly as easily. Mm -hmm. And I think falling out of love with someone, it's the same thing. as like, that takes a lot of time and a lot of buildup. Like, you can't just snap fall out of love with somebody. It takes a lot oh, of, no. like, little things building up or big things building up. And so I think that's why it's so important to address small things. It's like, hey, this kind of made me a little upset. Or like, hey, I wanted to talk about this sort of thing that, so you you can talk about those things openly and it not be an issue later down the road of, you know, you get into an argument or something. Mm -hmm. But I think it's, I think it's difficult, at least for me, it's really difficult to fall out of love with somebody because like, I love a lot of people, you know? I love you an awful lot. It'd be so hard for us to stop being friends. <laughs> like, it would be. And... Even if I'm not in love with you anymore, I still love you. Like, with whoever it is. Like, I would still love whoever. Um, yeah, I was gonna say I'm a boyfriend, but I was like, I'm not even gonna talk about that happening. Like, no. Yeah, not even no. speaking it into not existence. Not speaking that into existence. Oh! Um. <laughs> I didn't mean to curse. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. I think, because um, I was trying to think of, like, if there's any time that I had, like, fallen out of love with anyone um you said there isn't a time that you think that you'd been in love before caleb and i don't think so i mean i know there was a period of infatuation with like my yeah i don't want to say ex-boyfriend because like mm -hmm. just that weird like high school relationship where we never really went on dates yeah um yeah. but we were like dating um and i know it took me a long time to heal from that mm -hmm. because we had been friends for about four years before that and then we started dating and then like he dropped me like I was literally nothing Ugh. and so that hurt a lot 
and like I had loved him as a friend and then like I was in the process of like starting to love him more than a friend you know like mm-hmm. oh okay this is like we're quotation boyfriend girlfriend yeah um you know and then I started to do that and in that process he just stopped and like did no contact and it was so easy mm-hmm. for him to do so and I was like Okay, then that, it slowly, slowly, very slowly, very painfully occurred to me that it was not love, um, but it was, like, infatuation. Yeah, and I think, I I just poured a lot more honey into my tea, guys. Uh, That's why I was silent for a second. Um, Yeah, I think I've had a lot of, like, infatuations, because there's been multiple instances of, like, Ashton knows this, if I've talked about, like, a guy around her before, but it's, like... I don't know, it's like I'm waiting for them to snap me, or, you know, I'm, like, waiting around on them, and that's not, like, I mean, yeah, but also someone who really loves you, like, you're gonna know that they're gonna text you back, and you're gonna know that they're gonna, like, talk to you later, or whatever, or they'll communicate that, Mm -hmm. and they're not gonna leave you in this weird little limbo state, waiting on whatever. Mm -hmm. Not gonna make you feel anxious about it. Or if they do and you voice it, then they fix it. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want you to feel anxious. They want you to be happy. But, yeah. So I think it's all about that kind of stuff. Making, oh, yeah. making it work. I but yeah, I've, I've definitely been in major infatuation. Like my, my mom, she used the word like love the other day on one of my previous, I guess, relationships or whatever. And I was like, oh. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, mom, no. I did not, mm-hmm. did not love him. Mm-mm. Um, you're like, no, we're not bringing the L word into this. Like, no, that was not that. No, yeah. Very interesting, though. But Caleb and I have talked about it, you know, like, mm. if we were to break up. And, like, we, like, don't ever wish that that would happen. But we talk about it just in case, you know. Not just in case, but it's just, like... Well, it's such an open conversation to be having with your significant other, too. Yeah, just being like, okay, well, because there was a period back before we hit our one year that he, like, broke up with me for a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was over a stupid reason, so... And, guys, we are so much better after, like, we talked about it, because we talked about it the next morning, and Avery knows about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there for it. She was there for it, and she cried with me. I did. <laughs> um, so, and that... that was like very hard and then we talked about it like okay you know like Caleb had mentioned like the reason I broke up with you was not because I fell out of love with you like I still loved you Mm -hmm. and he goes that was like one of one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do and I was like yeah I mean like he broke my heart but I still loved him and I was like that would have I thought getting over my like quotation x you know was hard yeah and i was like man if i had to get over caleb it would have not that i would have never but it would have taken me a long time and he said the same thing he goes yeah because i still loved you yeah and i still love you and that was hard for me to do that it's so interesting because i heard once that it's like however long that you're in that relationship with that person that's how long it takes for you to it's twice that is however long it takes for you to fall out of love with them or 
mm-hmm. like to like be heal. Com- yeah, be completely okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like I found it to be true so far with you know little situationship, almost relationship things, but yeah, it's very interesting. Like year long relationships or more. More is it's like, like it takes a long time to recover from something like that if you break up. Because there's like so many memories, so much love, so much like passion and it's everything like, that has been like thrown into this relationship. And if you like were to break a up, whole time period of your life spent with this person that's no longer in your life. Mm-hmm. And that's it's just weird to think about. Um, Murphy is making biscuits on my leg. Murphy is back. So like we've talked about it, you know, and it's mm-hmm. just like. But we talk about the other spectrum as well, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so it's like, we don't just talk about like, oh, what would happen if we broke up or all this other stuff. Like we keep that talk to a very minimum because that's not- You don't want to be talking about that. We don't want to talk about breaking up, but it has come up a couple of times. Yeah. And I say like very rarely, mm-hmm. like I, please, people don't think that we just sit around talking about <laughs> The possibility of breaking up all the time, no. It's like you definitely talk about marriage a lot more than you talk about breaking up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Good stuff. Good stuff. But I know that if something were to happen, it would take me a long, long time mm-hmm. to fall out of love with Caleb. Like, that would... But that's not my goal. Yeah. Like I said in the beginning, he's the first man I've ever loved, and he will be the last. He is my first and last. That is what I'm saying. <laughs> so cute. Which is funny because he don't listen to this podcast. Neither does mine. Men. Men. What if what if they do listen? What if they just listen to this episode? It's literally only this episode that we talk about love and we talk about them. He's never gonna know if he doesn't. Well, listen. welcome to the podcast if y'all are listening. I'm definitely gonna send it and be like, you should listen to this episode. <laughs> We talk about Babe, you. listen to this singular episode. Don't listen to any of the other ones. Speaking of Babe, mm. I was having this conversation with him last night, or mm-hmm. not last night, but a few nights ago, I think. It was like pet names. And like, because I know you and Caleb, like, it's like Babe is like a, on occasion. It's, it started as like a joke. That's how it always starts. Seriously, like the whole like baby, babe, like, I don't know. To me, yeah. it's, I still like, I'm slowly getting used to the word like, Hey babe, or like babe, all this other stuff. It just sounds weird coming it's so out. Interesting. I just I've never like said it before, so it's just sort of like a thing that like it's not in my vocabulary right now. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's weird like, uh, to like start adding it in. <laughs> it's like a new word. It's like not uncomfortable, but it's like yeah. not a word that I use all the time. So it's weird. It's very interesting because I like I read a lot, right? And I read a lot of like romance books. You know this. Mm-hmm. So there's always like pet names and stuff like that. It's like sweetheart, darling, like doll, things like that that are like, oh, like, honey. Yeah, like those are cute. I'm like, yeah. But also at the same time, like, I've never been called that before. So I feel like I want to know what to do with myself. I literally have only been called like sweetheart by like older Old women. Old black women, yeah. And they're like so sweet and they're like, oh, sweetheart, like, it's all good. And I'm like, oh, I'm You're so like, nice. oh, that's so sweet. But it's literally only older women that can get away with talking about like that. Yeah, if, I were, if I were to say like, oh, sweetheart, you're okay. And it's like, what? No. <laughs> yeah. Literally, no. If I were to say that to literally anybody else our age, they would just like. I think that sounds derogatory. Yeah, they would just look at me and be like, that's the wrong, no. Yeah. You should not be talking about that. But speaking of 
falling out of love with someone, which would you choose? Mm. True love with a guarantee of a broken heart or never loving at all? That's such an easy question for me. This is the first one. True yeah. love with a guarantee of a broken heart because I think love and loving somebody else is such a uniquely like human experience that you can't give that up for anything. Mm -hmm. I feel like, like I wouldn't want to. It's like wanting to spend time with someone and pursue a relationship with them and all that kind of stuff is something that, I don't know, you get told a lot when you're little how much like you're supposed to be do, like doing stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And you don't realize until you're in something that makes you like really happy that you're like, oh, now I kind of get it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I don't think I would give up like a, a true love situation for anything. Because yeah. sometimes broken heart comes with a package anyway. Mm -hmm. But obviously that's not the end goal. Well, and uh, the way I think about it, you know, is like the beauty of it all. Mm -hmm. I think this goes along with like experiencing depression and like I would never wish that upon anybody. Mm -hmm. But I feel like one of the most beautiful things about humans is that we have the capability to feel. Mm -hmm. And not just feel the good things, but feel the bad things. So it's like, the good things make it worth it. It's like, I heard this quote once and it was like, pain and suffering might be like, you know, very bad things. But they also mean that like, you've experienced so much good in life that you know what it's like to be unhappy and to be happy. And so it's like, Pain and suffering mean that you <laughs> skip this out, please, please. Um, but it means that you've been alive and you will be alive again. It's just like you'll have good days again, and you're gonna feel good. And it's like pain and suffering are a part of it. Mm -hmm. And so I wouldn't trade any good for any bad. Like it's it's worth it, a hundred percent of the time. Well, and that's what I believe. Like true love is. What is love without? pain mm -hmm. and suffering and i'm not saying that just because you're like in a in abuse relationships oh they love me and like that's the pain and suffering that comes along with love it's like oh my gosh no that's not what no no that's yeah. not what it means but um hello murphy mm -hmm. you're just the cutest huh Can you say it to the mic hello. <laughs> oh but like I don't know, I feel like true love encomp it, like encompasses everything. Yeah. It is not only the good, it is the good and the bad. I think that's one thing that I think is important to say in this episode is like what my definition of love when it comes to like relationships is I mean you can say like you love somebody obviously, mm -hmm. but especially in those first like few months of knowing somebody then like of course like I love you. Like yeah. And, but I think love is also that feeling of wanting to spend time and be with somebody even past that like initial attraction. Because mm -hmm. it's like, like I still want to like do all these things with you. I still want to like cook on Sundays or whatever with you, you know, like I want to be doing that and I want to be doing it with you. And I like, I'm not in that, like it's like called the honeymoon phase, I guess. Mm -hmm. But it's like that, it's like three months or something like that. It's like the, you know, the three rule. Yes. It's like, yeah, it's like that. It's like once you get past that, like, 
I think love persisting past the initial attraction is like that's love and mm -hmm. going through things and then still loving each other like, that's love yeah so anyway I just want to say that oh yeah and like you will have hard days in your mm -hmm. relationship but you will also have really good days and it's just like, but that is the beauty of love. The good days are always worth the bad days. I've also heard this, that like, love is, love can be a feeling, mm. but for the majority, love is a choice. Mm. And you get to choose whether or not you love someone. I agree with that. Right? Like, yeah. When I first heard it, I was like, love's not a choice. It's like, you just, and then I was like, wait. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, you get to decide whether or not you will dedicate your time, your energy, your, like, emotional well-being, physical well-being, whatever. Into the hands of The totality of, mm -hmm. of yourself into somebody else. And them doing the same to you. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's so beautiful. It's so interesting how, like, another human being can, like, you can, you can be on that level with somebody. It's, like, insane to me. That's crazy. But that's love, and it's yeah. crazy. That's so weird. And so, like, yes, I would choose her, like, true love with knowing that heartbreak would come. Yeah. Over not being able to love at all. Yeah. I think any, any emotion, especially love, is something that's, like, so worth it. So, so worth it. And... You know, you see those like interviews with like older people where they're like, who was your first love? And you can just see this like light. Oh, in their eyes. In their eyes, talk about the, the first, their first love. And you know, and like the way that they talk about them, but they don't only talk about the good stuff, they talk about the bad stuff too. Mm -hmm. And it's just like so beautiful to know that, man, even when you get older, you're still gonna remember one the feeling and two the choice that you made to love that person mm -hmm. it's just like wow 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 i think we have um one more question and it is a pretty a pretty good one mm -hmm. what do what did your parents teach you about love i think it's really interesting you can't leave my parents love story is Definitely an interesting one, because um, they dated for a really long time before getting married. They dated for, I think, six or seven years um, before they finally got engaged. But they took time because they were both pretty late, I think, in life. Mm -hmm. By the time that they met, they were in their like late 30s, I believe. So they want to make sure that this was, you know, the right person for them. But one thing that they taught me is like that two different people can work so well as a team. Like my mom and dad are so different. My mom is extroverted and sometimes a little loud and like, you know, bossy, but she's my mom and I love her so much. But she's the exact opposite of my dad. He's like quiet and reserved and a stay at home kind of guy. And like, they're so different in so Fishing. many different ways. Yeah, maybe a little, <laughs> but so different in so many different ways, but like, as a cohesive unit, when they need to get something done, they get it done. And it's so impressive to see them work as a team sometimes. And it's just like, 
Hmm. I'm like, wow, I didn't know that like people use the term, you know, like opposites attract or whatever. But like, I've never seen two people so opposite work so well before. And it's so insane to me that like, I don't know, it's just so great. Mm -hmm. I love my parents so much. Yeah, but it's so interesting, like my perception of love based on their relationship. Because they've, they've persisted for a very long time because like, you know, I don't know, they had trouble like with me and my sister like having kids. And so I think that strengthened their relationship a lot. Mm-hmm. But I love them. And they're, every time, oh my God, every time my mom like texts me and she's like, Nico, me and my, me and your father love you so much. And I'm like, I know it's coming from like the bottom of her heart. Aww. And I'm like, oh, I love my mom so much. And my dad, of course. Like- I love you too. It's like, <laughs> maybe cry. Love. Finger heart. For me, it's like literally the, almost kind of the complete opposite. Mm. Um, for like most of my life, it was mainly just my mom. Mm. Um, Cause my parents got divorced when I was around three-ish. Mm-hmm. Three, so for the view, for the viewers, mm. for the listeners, I'm oh, sorry. Serious? Because we don't have video enabled yet. Um, Yet. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe one day. We'll see. Maybe. Probably not, but maybe. Maybe. We have a graphic design major in the room. She could... She could figure it out. Figure something out. Um, But, like... So, they... So, like, I've never met my dad. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm totally cool with that. Like, I'm chill with that. You know, people will be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, why are you sorry? Yeah. I'm like, I didn't, I don't know who he is. And I, like, got through life without him because my mom was so, like, amazing. And she did, like, the best job that she could with what she had Mm -hmm. to, like, raise me and my sister. And she did a really good job. And so I'm not hating on my mom at all. Um, but she did get remarried at one point mm-hmm. and um, that marriage also did not work out. And then I've also seen her like date other people too and none of them have really like worked out. But like it's going to sound bad what I'm about to say. But <laughs> I like promise you it's not, I don't mean it in any malintent. But she taught me how like not to be loved like that Mm. to like that those like her failed relationships showed me what I shouldn't be looking for in men yeah and that sounds like it sounds bad to Mm. be like oh like you know she failed but I learned from that but it's also like a good thing yeah because like it's either you learn from somebody else, like a friend or a parent, or or it's yourself. And you mm-hmm. go through, like, bad, like, situations, and then you have to learn from that experience that that's not how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like I've ended up in a lot more like that rather than learning from somebody else. Yeah. Which has hurt me, like, a considerable amount compared to if someone else had told me, it was like, hey, don't let them treat you like that. Sort no, because I always say that, like, you know... The outsider's perspective mm. is always one that you should listen to the most, I feel like. Yeah. With relationships, with um, 
Yeah, just with relationships in general, because if, like, when you are the person in a relationship with another person, you are so, like, up close and personal, and you only see, like, the good and what they want you to see and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, as an outsider who sees the relationship and hears, like, context of the relationship, but also knows how the two people interact, you can tell. We were talking about this the other day. Like, you can tell when people are going to last and when they're not. Yeah, and I think it's like a... You can tell. Based on mm-hmm. how they talk about each other and how... They interact in a group setting. Yeah, it's like a bunch of factors, obviously, but... I don't know, it seems like such a... Inter- we were talking about it the other day, which is really interesting. Yeah. But, yeah. but I feel like you can always learn from those around you because not only did my mom like um show me that right Mm -hmm. but also like I had a friend who went through multiple like mentally draining relationships during high school and I was like you know what like I don't want that for myself yeah and then I was like because I never got a boyfriend throughout high school or anything like that well, you know, that one, like, guy, but yeah. we're not going to really count him as a relationship. And I was like, for the longest time, I thought something was wrong with me. I was like, man, why do I, like, not, how come everybody else has had a boyfriend mm-hmm. and, like, a relationship, but I haven't? Yeah. Um, but, like, I waited, and then I ended up with Caleb, like, mm-hmm. which is so, just goes back to that perfect timing for everything to, had to align. Mm-hmm and everything like that but I like knew from my mom's past relationships and a couple of the other relationships that I've witnessed like how I wanted to be treated and like the ways that I expected love from others and I think it's so much better to like wait for something that meets your standards and is someone that you want to be with than to get into something just because you want like a relationship mm-hmm. because it's as soon as I think like as I see something if I was talking to someone for example like as soon as I would see something that was like oh maybe I like I don't want to be with this person long term mm-hmm. or whatever it was then I'm I got to the point where I was like okay well I'm just gonna stop talking to them because it's like not something I want to pursue but when someone treats you right and makes time for you and makes you feel like more of yourself when you're around them, it's like that's something you want to pursue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I love talking about love. Mm. Get y'all ooey gooey inside. We love love. I love Murphy sitting on my lap. Murphy is literally the cutest. You're so sweet. He is my baby boy. I've had him for like six years, I think. He's so silly. I'm switching the song. We're listening to classical lo-fi if you guys didn't pick up on that. We (laughs) love the music though. I'm a classical fan. And I wanted something other than chill hop tonight. Hopefully we don't get copyrighted or anything. I don't know how that works. Anyways. Anyways. Anyways, I think this is a good time to 
end the podcast. You have um, a homework assignment that you want to give them this week. Ooh. I have to think of one too. Get nine plus hours of sleep one night this week. Ooh. At least because um, I've been sleeping a lot and you should be sleeping a lot. And I, I'll stand by that decision. Period. Get some, get some sleep, guys. Hmm. Hmm. Just thinking on it real hard. Yeah. Take a drive sometime this week and go get lost within your city. Ooh, wherever you are. And think about love. Maybe listen to the podcast while you're at it. (laughs) This is so true. Even re-listen to the podcast. Put it back on zero zero and get to listening, guys. And get in your car and start driving. (laughs) Or go for a walk, you know, either one. Mm. Just get out of your your house, Mm. your apartment, wherever you live. That's a good one. Take a break. Also, drink some tea, obviously. Duh. That comes with the comes with the package. Yeah, tea talks. I mean, come on. You gotta drink the tea. It's necessary. I've been informed that some of our listeners don't drink tea when they listen oh, to the podcast. You know I was just about to talk about that. And I feel like this is something that needs to be addressed within our viewers. <laughs> listen, guys. We're not gonna post any more podcast episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm joking. No, but for real, guys, if you don't start drinking tea, Avery and I are just going to stop talking. (laughs) No, we'll enjoy all the tea. More for us, you know what? Yeah, I actually have a lot of tea right now, so we have quite a few episodes that we need to... Quite a few episodes. Yeah, quite a few episodes. Mm -hmm. I'm EP, guys. I'm also EP. That tea that I got to me and then the sun set, so now it's like darker in the apartment. Oh, I'm going to bed after this. That's crazy. Oh, me too. I'll be like, bye, Avery. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyways, guys, thank you for joining us this week. I hope you enjoyed our podcast after, I know, for you it's only been like a one missed week, but yeah. for us it has been like 12, so 13, 14 weeks since we've last gotten to record. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, tune in next week for another Tea Talks with Ash and Avery. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want you to know that you are loved. So very loved. And that we are thankful for you. Very thankful. And that you are important. So important. And we hope that you have a lovely morning, noon, or night, wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye. Bye.